Check one, two. Ooh, baby. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. That looks good. Do not ever question me again. <laughs> Don't question my authority. You deliberately disobeyed me. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast where one of the hosts is in way more competent than the other one. Thank you. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick, and I'm the competent one. I'm actually going to take the sleeve off of my cup because it's cold in here. We'll let him have it. Let me have it. Let me have this. I need this win. Hey, guys, we're in a studio today. That's crazy. What is a pod? What is this podcast? Oh, this is the Crunch. It's a comedy podcast where yeah. we try to figure out if Catholics can be funny, and we did it. We did an Instagram live, but moments ago, mm-hmm. and I realized sometimes that when I when I'm not with the people, yeah, engaging with hoi polloi, the unwashed masses. I can't believe you're speaking Yiddish on our Christian podcast, as they've been called. I forget that we're just built different why are you laughing this is funny to say that (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean it's just funny to be like yeah we're built different like that's but dare i say we are (laughs) have you considered that yeah i think i think you consider that we're maybe better than everyone i don't i don't think people listen to this show because they think that we're the same as everyone same as ever they would just go maybe i do maybe i do microphone like this microphone like like in conan o'brien Conan. Conan. Now it looks like we're, you know, now it looks like we're. Now it looks like we're sucking from the teat of big audio. (laughs) (laughs) This is how, this is actually, see, the thing is, the podcast is stored in the microphones and we suck it out. Yeah. Using our, we we extract it with our. Yeah, like a little baby. Yes. And with your Patreon dollars, we can keep those lips moist and our, and our. Keep the, keep, the, keep the milk flowing. We got to keep the milk flowing. The audio milk. Welcome to the Mammary cast. Nice. Should have screamed that. <laughs> we, as we, as We're we, in a uh, public place. As we as we determined, these walls are so thin. We are in a... Just, I know. Not, should we do... Should we do a whisper cast? That's the worst. I know. We just lost a bunch of listeners. No, they're all still here. All right. Yo, so I met I met Peter. I met I met Ethan. You met him son. before. Well, I did, but now he's like kind of in his own, you know. Yeah, before he was he was spaced out of his he was, mind. He was absolutely <laughs> he was high as a kite. He was it's yeah, he was yeah. milk drunk. He was 20, 24 hours. He was also of the day. just fussing. He was sad dude. and suspicious was, of everybody. Yeah, he was like mad. It was fun. Was it cool to hang out with him? Yeah, he's great. He's so personable. And he's like at first he was like, he was looking at me the whole Stunned. time. Stunned. But he wasn't. He does that to every new person he meets. He's just like, he scans you like the robot in Terminator. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he, he, you can see in behind his eyes the matrix numbers flashing yeah. up and down. Oh, yeah. And he like analyzes you and he, he does it to everybody. He like, really? Up and down. Uh-huh. Stare. Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, once you, you pass the scan, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He leans in, but he does it to every single person. I, like, passed, he, I passed, the passed the scan. I passed the scan with Peter. I passed the scan with Boone. The dog. Ray's dog, yeah. yeah. I was sitting with Peter, and Boone came up, and Ray was like, "Oh no, yeah, Boone is going to start barking at Patrick, Oof. and then Peter's going to get scared that this right. massive which dog. has which has happened before, mm-hmm. yes." And he was fine. No, yeah. 
and and Ray was like, "You must uh, you must radiate a good aura." And I was like, "Well, that's uh, she, she didn't say she that. said that." No, <laughs> she doesn't seem like the type of person that's a vibes based. No, Ray Ray was like Ray was like, "Oh, your your chroma key is so you know yellow. You've got you've got a yellow chroma chroma key. key. What is chroma key? I think it's a type of ape." <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's rare that you're that funny that was really good fiddling with the mic and like doing a one-off was a pretty <laughs> was a pretty solid that's nice i usually have to be locked in and focused on a joke like Ethan, guess what yeah i thought of a really good one right what if you had to ask alexa to play that song uh-huh. what if you had to say it right but, go find but the, the thing is, is you're funnier when you're doing the one-off when you <laughs> just have to like when I can tell you've thought about a joke, I'm like primed. I'm like, oh. all right, how can I play the straight man to? Yeah, yeah, funny yeah, right yeah. yeah. But then when you hit me with the, <laughs> the type you, caught, you catch tape. me so off guard. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like when my wife swears. Ooh, does she swear on occasion? You swear a lot in front of Emma. I was I was impressed. Yeah, she doesn't mind. Oh, okay, because it's like it's not a. I guess she was a nurse. She was a nurse and she's also like an adult woman. Swear. You know, like yeah. she understands that, uh, like, especially when we were quoting like comedy bits, mm-hmm. it's like, it's funny because they're swearing in it. Like she gets mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know? Like the, the Bill Burr joke about where to put the swear word when you're talking about a certain race of people. That's It's really only funny. funny if you like say the swear word, right? Yeah. Like you can't just say fricking because it's not the same, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so like, I disagree. I think you can, I think you could swing it. If you're Bill Burr, I try to swear as little as possible. Really? Yeah. I don't have a filter on it. Mm. It used to be like a really big thing for me where I went like two years without swearing. Mm. And it's like, eh. It like doesn't matter. I was the same way with sex jokes. Like, I thought you were going to say sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went two years without sex. That's crazy. Isn't your kid a year and a half old? Yep. Wait. (laughs) It was artificial. We we just manifested him with our brains. It was artificial. It was artificial. (laughs) <laughs> leo leo we grew him, we grew him like meat in a in a lab <laughs> i grew him like beyond meat. <laughs> yeah i use it my son if you check on his butt it, it has a little it has a little the brand of the 3d printer that we use right on there it'd be so funny to put a little like hot like a like a, a, a you can clear actually st- find leo's mold on a uh, clear sticker on red bubble I, se- yeah. I sell his mold. i sell his mold you so can get you, can, you too can get a little guy with big old cheeks have big old hands they use to smack people a uh, big smack uh yeah we it'd be really funny if like one day i just i got a uh now you can't wear that shirt tonight I well Bummer. i wasn't gonna wear the shirt tonight i was gonna wear my bowling shirt yeah to let everyone know. should i wear my birkenstocks no no, you shouldn't. <laughs> I, uh, I, what, I, what I should do is I should get one of those like clear, you know, those stickers that don't have paper on the back. They just have plastic on the back. You can see through them. So it's just a sticker. I should get like one of those. PNG. Yeah, it's like a P. It's like a vector file, but yeah. it's real. It's a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> I should get one that's a barcode, and I should just stick it on Leo's butt for the next time Phoebe gives him a diaper change. And then she's like, "Why is there a barcode on Leo's butt?" That'd just be a funny thing to find on your baby's butt. Yeah, I. I'm like, maybe he was replaced. Honey, I've begun to sell our boy. <laughs> our boy maybe our boy was like look, look i lost the original leo and i went to costco and i got a new imagine one. you go all the way through and you the barcode like go like you scan it with your iphone and it goes to an amazon page yeah and it's just a it's a custom amazon page that just says cutest boy one time father time. one time father paul on twitter he he went he went from he went to pretty extreme lengths to get me once what do you mean so he 
purchase you like a like an oxen so i was making it was when we it was when we he was gonna make you his cow boy. it was when we were dunking on matthew kelly okay one of the many times easy pastime. we were talking about matthew kelly yeah and he pretended mm -hmm. to be matthew kelly so he used his domain to oh. set up matthew kelly at whatever.com i remember that and then he he had like a, a a domain he wasn't using and he set an email at that domain and then he made the domain link to his tweet. The domain was Jermaine. The, the domain was Jermaine. And he he was he linked it to the tweet conversation we had about about Matthew Kelly. But Matthew Kelly was like, it the email was like, uh, retract your statements or I'll get lawyers involved. It was yeah. pretty, it was really funny. Yeah. And I was like, that's just a really silly thing. It's a dumb thing to say to if say. you actually have a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And uh, have the lawyer write the letter. But my my reaction was like, oh no, this is going to be a whole thing because right. like you, you don't want to make a powerful enemy. You get scared. Well, you know, maybe you do. But apparently, it, it worked a little bit for us. I mean, Donald Trump had some pretty powerful enemies. That's true. Look at where he is now. In jail. Not, is he in jail? No, he's he was speaking in California about yesterday. Oh, about how he's going to bring more water when he's president. <laughs> This is, such a fun... <laughs> this is crazy. This clip of him speaking to the Republican Party in California, and he's like, "They're gonna bring more water." When I get into office, you've got the these forest. canals; they're so dry. We're gonna dampen the forest. They tell me they got a lot of water up north. Oh, he said that they were gonna immigrate not only the canals but your homes and bathrooms as well. <laughs> it's like what? irrigate, not immigrate. Ir irrigate. That's yeah, what irrigate. it was. What did I say? Immigrate. Well, I got a lot of things on my mind. <laughs> so. Uh, but it was it was so it was so funny to hear because it's like that's that's what that's what pagan kings did yeah you know yeah. well I'll I'll make sure we have rain the this rain season. will come or the rain wouldn't come and they the general would lead a revolt to <laughs> kill the king so the rain could come it's also crazy that he said they tell me that there's a lot of water they up tell there. me there's a lot of water up there where who <laughs> which water it's lush. It is Northern lush. California. It's lush. Yeah. A lot of water up north. A lot of water up north. <laughs> In the glaciers, etc. What was the other what was the other thing that he said that we I should desalinate you? some of the ocean? It was the water and then it was the um what was the other video that I showed you from that, He was uh he was talking about the, the forest fires. No, not no. the forest fires. That was a part of the water. It was, oh yeah. Um, the fighter jet. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tell me it's environmentally friendly. I say you're killing you shoot you're dropping bombs everywhere. Who cares <laughs> if it's environmentally friendly? So Mr. President, we've got this environmentally friendly jet. Who cares? You're bombing people. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. You're it's bombing true. people. It's true. Man. Okay. Anyway. He's not gonna be president again. He will be. He's not gonna be president again. Why not? It's so who who is gonna beat him? I don't know. It, exactly. But it's gonna it's not gonna be him. But who is gonna be he, he... You can't name one. Gavin Newsom, Joe, Joe. I don't know. Maybe they can't. Joe can't win again. They can run Joe again. They can run Joe again, no but they're going to run attention. him into the ground. Poor guy. <laughs> He's the only president you could punch assassinate. God rest his soul. Joe Biden. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. He's like he's like the guy from Men in Black. He's just, his skin is just hanging on. Sugar water. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, we were talking about Trump before we were talking about Trump. We were talking about something else. We were talking about, I don't remember. Oh, man. I know, it sucks. We lost. Yeah, we did. We, we went on the Trump. I, we, may, we may have been talking about the podcast. We've been, we've been, this is, today has been proof that it was good that I didn't move here. Why? For another job. We, 
We have been hanging out yeah. since 8 o'clock in the morning. It is now 11.20. Yeah. yeah. We have recorded one podcast, yeah. which was part of our job. Yeah. We kind of meandered for a bit. We took a walk. We that took, was well, important. I had to go do something for work. We had to do that for work. That was yeah. important. Then we did a f- hour long Instagram live unscheduled where we answered good questions. We did. It was good. Some, well, we were talking about how we're better than the people on Instagram. That's what it was. Yeah. And then now we're finally doing the main show. Yeah. Which if we've just been, we've just been crunching for this is the thing is we would just create content nonstop. Yes. And we would get massively wealthy. Maybe. Why? Why? So now you're in the hot seat. Now I'm in the Why hot didn't seat. you move here? I didn't move here because the people have been, everyone, I get a 12 DMs a day. Uh-huh. Let's say, why don't you and Patrick live next to each other? Why don't you and Patrick and I have to say, share a swimming pool? I say, I don't know. I don't know. No, he's never told me. We could do an Olympic sized swimming pool in the backyard. Why does it need to be Olympic sized? So we can practice for the Olympics. I don't think either of us are going to make it. <laughs> don't delay your, don't say that. That's not with that attitude. I you gotta I, set your goals. High. I'm simply not long enough to be an Olympic swimmer. <laughs> it's even not if, fair. Even if I was as fast as the other swimmers, if a dude is six five, he's just outreaching me. He's to longer. The wall. Yeah. yeah. They don't talk about that enough. If you had a guy, how long's an Olympic pool? <laughs> I think it's 50 meters across. If you had a 50 meter long guy, he would win. Because he you gotta go down back and back. And 50 meters is 50 yards. It's no. Half a football field. No, they're not the same. They're about the same. Hmm. Hmm. Why don't they have the same name then? Siri, how long is a meter in yards? Yeah, a meter is about 1.09 yards. 1.09. Siri, yards. who was in I'm just kidding. The longest yard? Who was in, who was the who was in the who was in the longest mile? The longest mile. Yeah. Longmire. Who was who was in the green mile? The green mile, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh and I forget the other guy's name. But anyway, so we were live on Instagram. We were. It was fun. This, it, you were there. It's still recorded. It was still it recorded. was exactly an hour long. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. It what, was fun. What are we doing? And we consistently kept 20 live streams. We should do Twitch again. <sighs> I can't handle this. I know. I can't handle I can't handle you swooping in here. What? And 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 enticing me eating eating your sandwiches eating my sandwiches you're it's like when you come to town mm-hmm. it's like when a girl the that you it's like when a girl that you liked who you had a fling with over the summer and she moves away because her dad's in the army sure and she comes back to visit mm-hmm. and you guys have a great time yeah and you're like what could have been yeah and then she's like sorry my boyfriend lives on a boat in newport beach and and I have to go now, and yeah. I'm happy with him now. But mm-hmm. I love you. And then she kisses you, and she gets on the plane, and she leaves. Wow. And it's like that's what I feel like this. That's is. a heartbreaker. Is like you that's come here, movie. and you're like, look at all this wonderful mm-hmm. times that we have together. Me me being here in town is like the movie Five Hundred Days of Summer with yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, almost and exactly. Zoe Desk Channel. Yes. And we could go to the IKEA. Yeah. And we could. You know, I watched that movie and I didn't know what an Ikea was. And I still did. So I, I didn't know what an Ikea was and until I was in college. Really? And I what do never you mean you didn't know what an Ikea was. It was very clearly in the movie. It's a furniture store. It was in the movie, but I, I guess I didn't notice that it was a furniture store. Like I didn't, you know, you didn't I didn't notice. I, or I didn't, I didn't just register that that was an Ikea. And there was a big thing when I was a kid. It was like, oh, what if we played hide and seek in Ikea? Like, that'd be so fun. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's fine. I just assumed it was like a big store like Walmart. It is. It is a big store like Walmart, but they only sell furniture. And yeah. meatballs. I don't understand. How old were you when you watched 500 Days of Summer? 
high school. You couldn't put all that together. Mm -mm. I wasn't paying attention, I guess. Man, it's possible I was watching the movie in a room full of people, including a girl that I liked, and oh, I was like, "Oh, you were thinking having your about own her the 500 time. Days of Summer." Indeed. Ah. So this movie is so deep. Mm. I I wish I was dating. Yes, I so, really like that part where they had sex in the copy room. I don't remember that part. I don't remember the movie. It's that's it's not very good. Yeah, actually, like I watched it recently in the last two years. Yeah, I was like. This is the movie that everyone's like likes. The only thing I remember is that after he falls in love with a girl named Autumn, which is dumb as hell. It is. That's dumb. super stupid. That I'm sorry. That's just really dumb. I. It's too on the nose. You know. Fall is here. That's student. That's student film level, on the nose. Yeah. It, that's kind of what the whole thing felt like. Yeah. It's sad how many movies there are out there that are basically just like the director or the writer it's like a i hate sad boy movies you, you know? do because joseph jorgen Jordan levitt is ultimately the guy joseph jorgen levitt <laughs> <laughs> joseph jorgen von strangle joseph jorgen <laughs> ultimately he's a guy who's just like you know, unsuccessful with women really yeah. yeah and like that's the movie mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know it feels like an incomplete story like it feels mm -hmm. like he actually doesn't grow at the end Sure. Like we have no evidence of him growing. Like he still would get together with Summer if she wanted to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. So yeah. anyway, it's not really super know. important. But we were on Instagram Live and I thought this was interesting. I made the comment. It's like I didn't realize how much people think about this stuff. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like how Catholic often, stuff? How often people are just like pondering, like, mm -hmm. did I commit a sin by yeah. not receiving the Eucharist? Like something mm -hmm. that I just would never mm -hmm. consider. Mm -hmm. But they're like, not torn up about it, but like they think about it enough to have it be the first thing that they say on a live stream, like in the comment yeah. box. Yeah, that's interesting to me. I, I'm glad we did the live because this is a good topic. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Do you remember like when we were in high school? The big thing, the big, the big, uh, you know, the cardinal sin was being, you know, just like a Sunday Catholic. I thought the cardinal Sunday sin was going to a homosexual club in Rome. <laughs> uh, okay uh yeah it's so, okay no one from the the curia listens yeah you don't know you never know who's listening and if they did listen what hey bring us to listen. rome we'll fix we'll do a live podcast in rome we'll fix up your whole thing yeah we'll conclave instead of con <laughs> anyway never mind the cardinal sin the cardinal sin of when we were a kid was like, oh, you don't want to be a Catholic. You don't want to be a, not a Catholic Catholic. You don't want to be a Sunday Catholic. Sure. You know, you want to be the person you are on Sunday needs to be the person you are on Saturday. The person you are at youth group needs to be the person you yeah. are on Friday night, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's great. That's yes, good. Yes. Or, you know, the people who are like only, they're Catholic, they're culturally Catholic. Sure. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be culturally Catholic. You don't want Catholicism to just be like a part of your life, you know? Yeah. You want Catholicism to be, or you want Jesus to be your life. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a part of that though that's like it's a that's a sin by defect that's a that's a that's a in that's an imperfection by way of defect there's an imperfection by way of excess mm, of this as well mm -hmm. where not like not faith but Catholicism mm. is everything you do and think and talk about yeah not faith but Catholicism mm -hmm. I think that's an imperfection by way of excess. Indeed. And do you think people online struggle with this? I think online Catholics, perhaps even many people in our audience struggle with this. It's a weird thing because I was thinking about this the other day. 
that Catholic content, the way that it's structured, is almost entirely designed around the more you know, the better you'll be. I think that that's I think that's how it may be perceived. I know that for the I most part, that I know that I know for the most part, that makes people true. are like, people will say, you know, it's not just about knowledge, it's about a relationship, you know. But they don't act that way. No, that's fair. Like people will say that, but that's just another factoid to believe about the church. Well, actually, I, I think that's fine because you can sell knowledge. You can't sell a spiritual life. And I would be patreon.com slash the crunch. Like there Let's are people, Patrick Ron. there are people who sell spiritual direction like it's coaching. And that feels strange. That is weird to me. That feels strange. But it's, it's, it's almost like when, you know, if you were like, can you imagine charging someone to help them get better? You know, you'd think they would get dependent on, on your relationship and you might, um, just therapy, describing therapy subtly. Though. Oh, yeah. I didn't get it. No, like I charging for charging for a spiritual direction seems like something that would be about, I'm not against therapy, by the way, therapy's fine. I'm um, against therapy. I know you are. <laughs> I'm not actually. You're not against therapy. No, I think it's a funny thing to say. It is a funny thing to say. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's funny to be against therapy. Yeah. yeah Cause it's like, why are you just against therapy? I do. It's I, like, you can, you can, you can get in a, like you can talk to yourself for free. <laughs> i phoebe's like said this before he's like it's all like you got to find a good therapist i'm just going to tell you what you want to hear i'm like yeah that's true but i want i know what i want to hear so like but it, what's gonna be hard for me to find that person but i i do you get that better help commercial that's like hey depression guess what what i'm going to therapy tomorrow okay and i'm like i hate this commercial because i know both of those girls and i hate both those girls both of those girls live inside your head yeah, no. I was like, I've met both of those girls that are like oh, super therapy. into therapy, and like also, you know, it's um toxic chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's strange to me when people post things like they're a picture of their laptop, like about to go to therapy. That's weird to me. Yeah, you. I don't think I feel like I strongly believe. Yeah, that you should not be allowed to go to therapy on the computer. It's kind of like confession. Exactly. I was Actually, calling a parish for yeah. my job and trying to set up a meeting to talk to Father about the magazine. Yeah. Uh, about doing a parish magazine. I really need to talk to Father. It's really important. Over the, what did you point at? No, I was saying, hey, if you uh, want a parish magazine, call me. Yeah. Uh, but I was setting up a Zoom meeting. I do these over Zoom. Yeah. And the I was like, oh, it's going to be a Zoom meeting. By the way, I was setting it up with the secretary. And something got lost in communication. She thought I was trying to go to confession. Nice. With the priest. And she was like, oh, I don't think he can do it over the phone. I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I usually do it over Zoom. She's like, oh, can he do it over Zoom? I was like, yeah, I do it over Zoom all the time. I like talk to the priests all the time over Zoom. It's just a meeting. Yeah. She was like, oh, do you want to go to confession? I was like, oh, no. no. You, by the way, you can't do that over Zoom. Yeah. Don't, please never don't, do that. Don't attempt to do that over please Zoom. Please never schedule. Father just looks at his calendar one week. It's just confession, location, Zoom. Zoom. Oh, poor guy. Anyway, yeah. So that, that was, that was funny. But yeah, it feels the same way about therapy. You got to like, yeah read body language and there's too mm -hmm. much that can get miscommunicated and in a field that is so dependent upon communication mm -hmm. <laughs> and like communicating things effectively right you would make you would want to make sure that people are like you know body language which is why i think the the content machine is it creates more people like what you were describing than it uncreates i got dry skin today that's all right yeah do you need some moistening? No, it's probably just I need to change shirts. So I'm not wearing a dark shirt. Yeah, just wear a light shirt. Yeah, it's hard. Um, the uh, like the 
the problem is that no matter how many times you say it's about the relationship, it's not about the information. They're still receiving that in a piece of information. Yeah. That like is autoplayed. You're never going to get away with it. Another piece of information. You're never going to get away with it. You're never going to get away from it. It's always yeah. going to be like this. It's always going to be like yes. this. Yes. And so I think there, but, but here's the problem that I see. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. No one is taking the steps except us. To like, I don't think that's true. I do think it's true because okay. I think I think I don't think we're that unique. I in the Catholic world. Okay, maybe. Okay, that's know. what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. It's like Father Mike Schmitz doesn't have a Discord. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, there's no, um, like, the closest that you can get to someone like, uh, wow, Sister Miriam James is, like, going on a pilgrimage with her, you know? Yeah. And so it's, like, it creates this barrier of separation when, like, when we're talking about faith and we're talking about Catholicism like people just become like Katie McGrady when she was telling her story about how like people would come up in situations where they shouldn't be mm -hmm. in like her private life. Like yes. listeners of her show would yes. come up. I'm not going to say the exact story, but like that's, that's because that person is like an information brained Catholic. Like they've listened to Katie so many times on yeah. the radio and they've learned so much about Catholicism from her, but then they've also learned so much about her life that they feel entitled and obligated to go be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like so close, but it like misses the mark. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It should be leading. You, you, you learn this thing and you want to join a community around it. Yes. And, but the only source you have is this is a, is a voice is in a the box. person, a voice and in so a you box. You have to go meet the person. Yes. Yeah. Like I went, father Mike was at a conference the year that Bible in a year was, was coming out. Yeah. No, no, it was a year after Bible in a year was coming out. So everyone had gone through Bible in a year, millions of people and they, their lives were changed. Billions. And he, you know how he used to get mobbed at Seek 2018? Yes. At this conference, a bunch of old people. He you he had to be like escorted by like 10 people. That's awesome. To and from. He looked like friggin' uh Mr. Tipton in uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. Where like you can't see him. The poor guy. The, the poor guy. And he yeah. wants to talk to him. You he know? does. So the the reason that I'm saying all this is because I think there's a like um when we're talking about the the content, what what was that? It sounded noise? like a fart. It did sound like a fart. <laughs> um, there's, gosh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had like a really good like next point <laughs> after this. How's and it feel? How's it feel? <laughs> it feels it feels about the same as it's always felt. We uh, do this to each other. We do. We do. It's okay. It's harder to stay on track when I'm with you because we just jump off of like every little thing and like getting to the big ideas is yeah, so much hard. more it's difficult. Hard, yeah. <laughs> um, Katie McGrady, Father Mike Schmitz. Content. The content brain, spiritual. No, I don't have it. You do. You I have it to the don't have it. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Ryan, Ryan, just edit this out. Oh. Because um, it was a bigger point about Oh, okay. Yep. So, see, I just needed to, I just needed to get you out of my visual field. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
and you do that on the it's never mind. sorry go ahead. looking at you don't go off track again. looking at you is like a black hole for my brain oh <laughs> you never say things like that to me anymore well you know it's it's hard when you've been in a relationship for so long i think there's so i was listening to a podcast Shane Gillis. I've been showing you some Shane yeah, Gillis clips yeah. over here. Shane Gillis was on Andrew Schultz's podcast. Okay. Andrew Schultz is a comedian. You've probably recognized him. He's got a podcast called Flagrant. Mm. And uh, Shane Gillis was on it. And they were talking about Catholicism on it. Yo. Which was cool because Shane went to Notre Dame, played football. Mm. And so he's got this like. This understanding of what Catholicism is. Yes. He's, I think he is Catholic mm -hmm. potentially. I don't know for sure, but he kind of acts like he is. Um. And he like defends it, you know, from mm. other people. So they were talking about like, what's the number one religion? He's like Catholicism. And they were like, why? He goes, dude, we did it. And that was his argument. It's like, we, we got there, you know, yeah. the Vatican. Like mm -hmm. he just, he's just pointing it out. Like, and then he, he caught some things wrong about some other stuff, but it doesn't really matter. But it was interesting because it's the first time that I think I've ever heard someone not in our world speak positively about the Catholic faith, like ever. It's bound to happen eventually. Right. And so, and I don't think it's in small part, I think it is because he's like a huge history buff. So I think he's like, he gets it. He gets it. Like he's learned a lot about history. He understands mm -hmm. that there's a deep history behind it. He went to Notre Dame. He's got a lot of cultural influences. So I think he's a unique case. But I also see a lot of people, like the fact that Catholicism has become, kind of come, become this like Chad right wing meme is interesting. It is. As like a, as a, tool of evangelization you know like mm -hmm. posting statues and like pictures of saints and like videos of the pope as if they were you know uh hype beasts hype beasts yeah like style videos it's funny there's some, that's something about it that's really funny but it's also reinforces the idea that like this is a cool and good thing mm -hmm. and it's the whole uh, everything but just that's, like the knowledge thing is superficial it is superficial so i'm wondering like is there a way for people like us people who are like formed, who understand this stuff, like can, is it possible to effectively communicate Catholicism through this kind of stuff? Because it feels like if we just write it off as superficial, which is what most people do, then we like, will never. Yeah. Well, the superficiality is not unimportant. I agree. Superficiality is just, you know, it's part of being a human being. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a facade. Right. It, it doesn't necessarily, there's, you know, the the liberal, mm -hmm. classical liberal, yeah. you know, uh, impulse is to be, oh, no, this, this thing is superficial and it's not substantial. Therefore, there is no substance mm -hmm. related. Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I just think there's a way that if we mobilize yeah. properly. Sure. We raise an army. The cultural conditions for Catholicism to flourish can return. Yeah, sure. They can. Can I? Yeah, what's up? On this note. Do you think it shouldn't? Do you think the cultural conditions should not return for Catholicism to flourish? And do you think the internet is not the way to do it? That's my question. <laughs> also, why do you hate God? A priest gave a really good homily. <laughs> yeah on this conference that i was at so i went to a conference for decided for work we went to a work conference we had mass boring. that was great um 
so we had like a work conference and it was it was really it was really funny to go to a conference style thing that was not a catholic conference yeah yeah i've never been to like a secular conference sales conference before right but it was great because it was it's a catholic company so we had mass in the morning mm -hmm. and the priest gave a homily on the first reading rare uh the first reading was from zechariah where the israelites are returning to the holy land and he Retiverne. was telling returning and this is relevant because you know we want to return to the former glory of cost whatever and he said when they rebuilt the second temple yeah or i guess when they built the second temple when they rebuilt the temple they it took them years and they when they finished they wept because it was not as good as the first one they were they were they were torn up because it was not as beautiful as the form one. They were like, this is as good as it's going to get. That's sad. I know. And they're like, it's never going to get better. And his point was like, God spoke through the prophet Zechariah and said, no, you don't understand. No, no, no. You don't understand. This is going to be, I'm going to give you something that's even better than the first temple. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you something that sort of not only surpassed this temple. Mm -hmm. So they were thinking, you know, it's only going to get as good as the second temple. And even if it did, the best it can get is the old temple. And we're never going to get there again. And God was saying, don't focus on this. That's not as good as it's going to get. I have something even better in mind. That's Jesus. And I think similarly, and then he tied that in. He tied that into how Catholics think today. Mm -hmm. He used the example of people saying, oh, it's never going to get back to where it was in the 1950s. And I chuckled because Catholicism was not. It was not at its peak in the 1950s. If it was, if it was good in the 1950s, the 1960s would have happened anyway. Yes, right. <laughs> and then he said, you know, or whatever other decade or century or period you're thinking of, if only you get back to that. And so Catholics tend to think it's not as good as it was back then. It's never going to get that good again. And God is saying, no, it's going to get even better than you could ever imagine. Right. And there's going to be a new thing. We're going to be doing a new thing. Yes. It's not about returning. It's not about progress. It's about transcending that dichotomy altogether and doing something entirely new that's never been done because only God can do new things. Mm -hmm. Human beings can only do the same stuff we've done forever, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think when it comes to, I guess, the way the internet is going to pave a path for the church has not yet been understood. Sure. And I don't think people can predict it. I agree. I don't even think Barron can, can predict it. Yeah, I think he's probably less positioned to predict it than we are. <laughs> you think so? I think he understands it less than we do. That's probably also. true. I mean, I think the reason so, why he's been so successful with his internet evangelization is because he's surrounded himself with people who understand the internet better than him. Right. Yeah. And I don't, it's not a dig. It's just like him personally. I mean, that's how any yeah. CEO is successful. They surround themselves with people, people that are better than, than them at the thing that they want to do. I 100% agree about the idea of returning because like, I don't want to go back to like there is part of me that's like, yeah, we should have beautiful churches. They shouldn't be the same as the old beautiful churches. Mm -hmm. Like they should still, be, they should be. We beautiful. should have, we can have new beautiful churches. We can have the Sagrada exactly. Familia and the. Exactly. Right. Like there's no, there's nothing inherently better about the past just because. That's a church that's both old and new. Indeed. But the, I think a lot about blessed Carlo Acutis. I'm sure he's a great guy. Mm -hmm. Making websites about the Eucharist does not constitute evangelization on the internet anymore. It did. It did at yeah. the time, and it's great. And I'm glad he played video games, and I'm glad he like answered questions about Catholicism on the internet. Mm -hmm. But like, he is a precursor to someone cursor cursor. Like, I feel like 
here's the question that we could ask ourselves that I feel like we don't ask ourselves. Ask, ask me, what's the question? Patrick? What's the question, Ethan? I'm glad you asked. Here's Thanks. the question we can ask ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the question is this. <laughs> Are you vamping? Do you not know? I do know exactly what it is. Okay. Um, could we become patron saints of the internet? You and me. You and me in a particular way because we have we've done something. Mm. But like other people, there are like I be, there's got to be someone walking on earth right now. Yeah. That will so radically like I'm thinking about St. Francis de Sales when it was the the Protestant I'm thinking about John Bosco Donahue. I'm not as I have a funny story to tell you about him. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys will like this too because it makes Patrick look silly. But the um, oh no, it's good. He, okay, he likes you. Um, but I'm thinking about St. Francis de Sales when it was the Protestant heresy and he was in France mm -hmm. and it was like split between the Huguenots and the Catholics mm -hmm. and they were, there was violence and towns were being taken over and he like reconverted just through sheer force of will, like yeah. 80,000 people back to the faith, you know, right? That's like, crazy. which is amazing, yeah. you know, like going from town to town and preaching against the heresies and like saying like, you're really only doing this because of the political power. Right. And they were like, no. Yeah. No. yeah. And he preached the truth and they like would come back and he was very, very powerful mm -hmm. in this particular region of France. Like mm -hmm. he tens of thousands of people because of him. And so I'm just thinking about like us or someone who's walking the earth right now. Like there is someone out there. It could be Baron. I don't think it is. It could be Father Mike. I don't think it is. Like it's going to be someone who like harnesses the power of the internet in such a way that like people are flooding back to the church or mm. flooding to the church for the first time. I think, I think Father Mike's a good candidate. You think so? He's a man of unassailable character. I agree. Mm -hmm. The catechism in a year. Not, not, it's not, it, you don't have to have like all, you don't have to do all homers. You I'm know? not you saying yet you should do all homers, but like the Ethan's Bible. like the man has a, no, the, no, 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 the, no. the man has a 583 batting average. You're no. like, he missed once. No, that's not what I'm saying <laughs> at all. It's like, is there is there evidence that there are people who are converting en masse because of Father Mike? Non-Catholics? For the Bible in a year? Yeah, the B Bible in a year. Protestants were listening to the Bible in a year. And converting to Catholicism. Mm -hmm. How many? I don't know, but Ascension has like the stats on it. That's cool. We should look at those up. Yeah, we got to find We got to find them. We got to talk to them. It could be Father Mike. I do think Ascension is doing really good work. I agree. I think they're... You I just need to do pushing. more. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're pushing in the right direction. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's. But my question, my final question is what if we operated as if that could be us? You know, like yeah. what if we attacked the internet as if we were saints? As if we were going to be the patient saints of the internet? You know, like that's kind of the ultimate question. Yeah. And I think the answer to that is sure. Yeah. But sure, it yeah. would require, it would require us to. <laughs> Always like, the pragmatist Patrick. It would, is. it would require us to break, break through our own like preconceived notions of the way evangelization is supposed to work. Right. Story of St. Isaac Jokes. And St. Patrick, right? It's like who? St. Isaac jokes. And St. Who? St. Patrick. Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. You know they. they I heard of fake Patrick. They went back. They went back to places where they were persecuted in order to evangelize. Twitter. We went. We gotta go back. I gotta go back. I gotta start. I gotta like DM Saint, all the women like that canceled Saint, me. Like St. Patrick returning to the Emerald Isle where he was enslaved and made to wash their mold-ridden socks. I'm going to go back to middle-aged single women on Twitter and tell them that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> For making a tweet that wasn't about you in the first place. Yeah. It's whatever. Bummer. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's, I think that, I think that the crunch Instagram account is doing good. I think so too. I think that we could, 
it's like it's slop. It's it's not. It's, it's beautiful slop with the cherry on top. Slop slop with the cherry on top. <laughs> it's from Dr. Seuss. We're dads. <laughs> Only guys know. I I think there's there's good in it. I think that there's um bad in it. I think that we're not doing enough. Yeah. I don't okay, no, I'll, I'll say like this. It requires a person who's willing to break a mold, either yes. a societal mold or an institutional church mold. Yes. To do something that has never been done before. It's like, this is what the saints do. Joan of Arc breaks. Yeah. They they break with an unnecessary tradition to uphold a higher one. Right. And I think our hope is that we can create good art because the the institutional mold that we're breaking is the tradition of bad art mm -hmm. or the Catholic Church. I think that the tradition that that I want that we want to break is the tradition of late that the church is downstream of culture mm -hmm. that the church is told what is right you know the um, that you're an american first or that you're a, a westerner first and then you're a catholic you know that's i think that's the mm -hmm. institutional mold that the church is by and large accepted right. the church is pretty much accepted that you can't talk about politics i think except for like pro-life stuff which is obvious yeah. i don't even count that because it, i was telling you this yesterday let's stop saying we're pro-life we're just normal we just yeah. don't think babies should die yeah Okay, no, cool. You shouldn't That's use, not a political position. You shouldn't use sharp implements to chop up a human being yeah. and vacuum them out of another human being. I think that that's bad. And yeah, we should just not, be like, yeah, good. that's just, that's, this is not a political position. This is just normal. This is just what human beings You know, and, do. and I don't even count that as the church getting political. I think that's just the church upholding what's normal. Yeah. <laughs> or not even politics, but even, and not even just Catholics, but I think about that video. Of the, the church should choose who the president is. We'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah. But like Protestants who have like a Star Wars weekend, you know, like where the whole church is done up like yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, why don't they make movies about what you are doing? Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. why are we making our church about what the movies are? Why isn't there a Billy Graham movie? There's uh, there probably there is. Be. There might be. Yeah. Are you taking a phone call in the middle of this? Hello? No, I was going to – I thought you were going to – going to ask you <laughs> to donate to the policeman's ball, and then you go, I didn't know policemen had balls. <laughs> I could have said that, but that was a recording. So oh. I've gotten that same guy before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that same voice. Mm -hmm. I don't know what list I'm on, but they must think that I'm like an old, old man because I get like Medicare calls. I get the policeman's balls call. I think – yeah, I don't know who sold my number, but – that's crazy. It's tough. I must have lied about my age on some website. Some and website. Like, oh, no, that's it. It's like you put, you, instead of putting 1990, like a normal person, you put I like, 19, all the way to the bottom, like 1960. Put 1902. Yeah. That's my birth age. <laughs> and they're like, you are 100. And yeah. Mm -hmm. 21. Mm -hmm. Anyway, John Bosco Donahue. You're making fun of me. Yeah. This are you, you going to look it up? This is really funny. Here we go. I'm going to find it because it's a text. It's a text thread that he, that we had together. Oh. We're going to uh, see him. This okay. Weekend, so I texted so. him Friday, September 22nd, 9, 19 a.m. I need you to know that every time Patrick mentions you, he calls you John Bosco Donahue. Never John, never truth charting. All three names like you're a MFing Arctic ship captain from 1823. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the last sentence made me spit out my water. I said, it drives me insane. Is that what you prefer to be called? He said, nobody calls me John Bosco, LOL. Bosco is my confirmation name, so I put it in my Instagram username, LOL. But I don't hate it. I vibe with being called that. Yes. So I just thought you should know that that's not his name. I know it's not his name. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I call next. I think it's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just had that interaction with him. I was like, man, Patrick, 
Patrick calls you John Bosco Donahue, Donahue. And your name is just not that. <laughs> your name is just John. If he vibes with it, I'll keep calling him that. Please don't call him that. I'll anymore. call him JBD. Should I call him right now? Live on the podcast? Yeah. Is he going to be there this week? I think so. Okay. Let's. Oh, 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 oh. We got a. I'm getting a call from Austin, Texas. This might be like a work related call. Yeah. Don't, don't pick that up. Yeah. I'm not picking that up. <laughs> uh, I don't need to call the policeman's ball. Yeah. I need to call it. Let's call John Donahue real quick. Get him on the pod. And because this is a guy in terms of like trying to do what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is a good dude. He gets it. This will be a total flop if he doesn't pick it. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Ryan out of his out of it doesn't. <laughs> What's funny? Well, yeah, we do a Mr. B style thing where we yeah. like calling all of our calling all of our influencer friends. The first one that picks up gets thousand dollars. That's funny. Oof. Doesn't get the thousand dollars. He doesn't get any money. Um, so yeah, I think that would be a good paradigm shift for us. Yeah. Is, is that because I think, I think we made a good swing into like, how can we make this more viable to do long term? Mm -hmm. Because we can't spend time away from our family if there's not like a monetary association with it. Like mm -hmm. we have to increase the Patreon. Mm -hmm. We got to do things for the people that support us on Patreon. We got to like sell ads on the show because it's a certain size. We got to like, make children's Bibles. Like, like EWTN, the organization is like a $60 million a year organization. Crazy. Like they are, That's it? They're the largest, I know, for their size. They're the largest religious television network in the world. And it's like, okay, they're when Mother Angelica started it, they were doing something that nobody else was doing, paradigm shift, you know? And... Uh, but they like made it successful. They put the proper implements. And yeah, and Mother, Mother Angelica it. hated TV. Right. We hate social media. Exactly. So I think <laughs> I really think that there's like there's people that have done this before, and we could just take the next step. Mm -hmm. But social media is different than it was when we started. Hundred percent. Social media is not network anymore. No. It's content. It's content. It is consumption. I know. It is pure consumption. Yeah. It's no longer content. Or it's no longer network. It's not even really. Which is why we always tell people to join the Discord because it pulls yeah. people out of the content wheel and puts into, them into, into a, network. a network, into network, yeah. into community. It, we call it social media. It's like it's kind of a relic. It's kind of rearview mirror esque. Mm -hmm. It's not. It is not social. social. It's just it's media. Purely media. Yeah. Yeah. It's blasting your corneas just twenty four seven with, with, with twenty four K. I do like the reels where they take the Pixar movies and they upscale them. Those are nice. Those look so funny. It's all I they're all they're doing is adding extra frames. Yeah, it's cool. It's so funny. I like it. <laughs> and someone's like, they they uh they did this. So the comment is always like, they put this in twenty k or whatever. You know, it's like wow. Ooh. You, what how, what number will they pick next? I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that's our show. Some good thoughts from from the from today. Speaking of the Discord, you should go to bit.ly/slash/crunch/discord if you want to join our little community. We're past six hundred now, which is cool. We're gonna we're gonna try and go for a thousand by the end of the year. Might not hit it. That's pretty. That's pretty. That is high. pretty aggressive. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. But we we're gonna hit a thousand soon. And once that happens, oh boy. What happens at a thousand? Well, we're gonna get money. Okay. <laughs> if everybody in the Discord gave us <laughs> one dollar, one dollar, we could do this for a few days. <laughs> yeah. My uh, friend Zach got in the Discord. He's like, "Why aren't you monetizing this?" And I was like, "Well, we kind of are because the patron Discord yeah. is exclusive." How would we monetize it? You can monetize Discord. How? I don't know. All right, dude. If I knew, if I know, boy, howdy. Anyway, if you really care about this show and you like what we're doing and you want to support the things that we talked about today, you can go to patreon.com slash the crunch. $10 a month will get you a bonus episode. Yeah. And that bonus episode is uh, is free. 
<laughs> for the people that give ten dollars a month and up. <laughs> and there's a great community that listen to the bonus podcast every week, and it's a lot of. And good, we always talk about it. Friends. We're really active in the patron general. Yeah. Uh, the patron chat at this point we're probably less active in the general chat than ever before yes so if you want to talk to us it's the best place to be is the patron 100%. patreon so people have upped their patreon gift to like 50 a month someone did that last night last After, night yeah oh checked my email before i went to bed for some reason <laughs> i guess i was bored or something uh-huh and uh maybe it popped up but it was like yeah i was in bed at 903 and they that's there. awesome they thank you to who that was i haven't checked it but i'll but thank you yeah, that's that great. great uh do you have anything else for the people Tune in next week when I have officially moved into Ethan's house permanently and wake him up at four o'clock by screaming like his lovely young baby. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you. We'll see you all. Next time. Next time. Next, next time. There he goes. Waiting for you. Next time. Goodbye.